What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Ready for some bolognese. Bolognese. Bo bolognese. Try to say it. Bolognese. Bolognese. Yes, I'm making bolognese tonight. Yes, you are. Yeah. Why is your Michael caca? Because I'm short. It's all caca. 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 Isn't that like poop? I, I don't know, but like, <laughs> kind of is all weird. Yeah, it's been hard for us to keep up a little bit with the podcast lately. Oh my gosh. We're trying to get back into gears. <laughs> it's been really difficult. Um, we just we got, a new, got a new puppy. Yeah, Rosie. Yes, she's a... Have we talked about Rosie? No, we haven't. We haven't done, like, seriously, we haven't really... I think we have, like, the first, brief, yes. Briefly, but we've had... When we we've first got her. since then. Yes. So. Yes, um, Rosie is a she-poo which is a shih tzu and then a mini poodle. Yeah. And she's about six pounds soaking wet, and she's awesome. She's adorable. Yeah. We're we... really enjoying having a puppy. Yes. We love her, but. but... <laughs> <laughs> the butts come. But uh, with that comes, we have to work some opposite schedules because I've been having to take two-hour lunches from Trader Joe's to come let her out to go to the bathroom. And so Potty if we both, training. yeah, so if we both close, then it's not really a great situation. So I've had to open and he's had to close. So she's not in her cage for like more than four hours at a time. Yeah. And the potty training uh, situation is for real. Like, yeah, you turn your back for one second and she shit on the floor. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we've. I feel like the peeing. We've actually kind of gotten down. She's the not ping? really peeing. No, the peeing is good. It's the, it's the it's crapping the in the house. Yeah, the poop seems more unpredictable, and she's finicky about going. Yes, and also it like just comes on really quick. Random. Like yeah. she'll just be like sitting there sniffing or eating a toy, and then she gets up and poops. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't. There's no rhyme or rhythm. Yeah. So we're trying to train her with treats and give a lot of affirmation every time she goes and lots of praise. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a whole thing. But that's just, that's been taking up a lot of our time, um, and you know everything's just kind of gearing up around this time of the year. So, but yeah, we just went on a wonderful wine weekend to Georgia. It's Kelsey's birthday weekend. Happy birthday, baby! Thank you. Yeah, so we've been making a tradition to go down to our favorite area of the southeast, northern Georgia mm -hmm. wine country. We've done that um, every fall for the past three years. Yeah, around and, my uh, birthday, visit some of our favorite winemakers and wineries and vineyards and stuff like that. So yeah, and I I think I just gotta say like it seriously is. You know, you're going through East Tennessee, then you're going through parts of Georgia. It's a lot of, you know, mountainous ranges and you're along the Appalachian Trail for part of it. And Northern Georgia is more mountains. And there's so many trees that I think like going in the fall to some of these wineries is like the perfect time because you get to see fall in its fullness. It reminds me even a lot of like growing up in Michigan and driving and just seeing fall. And mm -hmm. we both just kept being like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. And just tons of leaves changing and mountains and farms. And, you know, in this time of the year too, you've got these like 70 degree days with those bright blue skies contrasted with the colors of the leaves. Um, 
So I just can't say enough how y'all need to go to northern Georgia and check out some of the wineries. I mean, some of the areas would be like around um, Dahlonega, uh, Brazelton. Um, yeah, so we went to Chateau Alon. Mm-hmm. Buford um, is Buford, one of the uh, where Cloudland is. And then we ended up uh, on the way back in Young Harris, Georgia, which is near the Blue Ridge Mountains. Kind of sits almost in North Carolina, Georgia, East Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, and that is Crane Creek Vineyards and, um, some of our favorites, some of our favorite winemakers and, uh, just wonderful wine. Yeah. And we find places. ourselves going back, I think, to these three wineries almost every time we visit. I think next time we are like, we need to try it. We, you know, we, we go to other ones we've tried, um, and not like those haven't been good, but I think these two have just. I think our relationships, we've built really good relationships at say. these. Yeah, special relationships. And um, and we really have fallen in love with the wine. And they're all so completely different. Yep. Like, So why don't you start off with telling them kind of about like the vibe of Cloudland. Yeah, so Cloudland, we left Nashville uh, early Friday morning, drove in traffic for pretty much the entire what should have been a four-hour drive yeah. took like FYI, seven hours. FYI, if you're driving through Chattanooga these days, oh, there is traffic Chattanooga, at all times. Yeah. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Or direction you're going. Like it's, if you're going through Chattanooga, you're going to stop and be in traffic. And it sucks now. I don't know what is going on with Chattanooga, but they all need to get their, their crap together. Oh, it is miserable. But anyways, anyway. so what should have taken four hours took seven hours. Finally got into... Um, Buford, Georgia, and we heard about a little pizza place from, from Cloudland. Yeah, from, from the winemakers. Yep, they told Cloudland. us about Peyton's Pizzas or Peyton's Pies. It's Peyton Peyton's Pie Company, something T- like that. Peyton's Pie Company. Yeah, yeah. Peyton's Pie. If you look at Peyton's Pie in, in Georgia, I'm Georgia. sure it'll pop up. But the pizza was oh, so good, delicious. We just yeah. picked them up for everybody before we went to the vineyard, and it was within a like a five, eight minute drive yeah. from the vineyard. Well, and cool thing too, is we got a bunch of people together that have, has wanted to um, go to visit some of these um, Georgia wineries. And for Kelsey's birthday, we kind of all just went in and rented an Airbnb together and hung out and have fun. So um, shout out to the big group that, that went along and helps have fun and celebrate Kelsey on her special birthday weekend. But yeah, we had an awesome time. We did Cloudland and it was like just super vibey with the families everywhere. Yeah. So we showed up to Cloudland with the pizzas and um, your your aunt and uncle Uncle met us us And it's the kind of place where like you bring lawn chairs, you bring blankets, you like plan on kind of live reggae music happening. And it felt so... um, chill mm. and like okay i can just like i could even feel like okay i could just go in my pajamas even if i wanted to Heck yeah. that was kind of the feeling it yeah. was like you don't need to like you can dress up you can dress down you just come whoever you are We're outside there's chill. not like a like a you know I don't know. You know what I mean? Yep. Fire that... pits all over the place. Yeah. It felt like we were like happening. camping at a winery. It did. Yeah. And yeah. I I love that relaxed feeling of like yeah, and everyone's just kind of here, and it's like we're chilling, and yep. it's like in someone's backyard. That's kind of what it super felt like. Super chill, super relaxed. Yeah, Cloudland in Buford, Georgia. Uh, we love and them. And you know, it's funny because it's a kind of a reflection of Sean, who is the winemaker. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this kind of happens like with these wineries we visit, and you know, the ones that are so into this wine, like you start to see how 
their personality comes through the winery like in every way like through the wine through the vibe at the winery i mean really like cloudland has this vibe if you talk to sean who makes the wine mm-hmm. um cloudland feels like sean <laughs> it's true. it really does i don't know yep. do you feel that way 100 percent. yeah you, and then tell them where we went better. where we went next and then the next day, we spent our day at Chateau Alain, which is, again, one of our favorites in Brazelton, Brazelton, Georgia, however you say it. Um, and Simone is the winemaker there. We love him. Got to interview him many, many times. But um, just incredible wine. We're currently drinking on this episode Scarlet, um, which is a Scarlet Reserve, which is um, one that... Um, he has uh, made there. We love Scarlet Reserve. It is um, uh, 100% Syrah, and it's just a nice, very, very, I don't know, big red. I mean, it's, it's just super drinkable, but you get a lot going on with it. Yeah, well, this was one of the first ones we got for everybody um, to try because we just had tried it previously, and we really liked it. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's got, it's, it's super structured and smooth. Um, it's got a little bit of a spicy finish and it's intense, but it's like, it's not like a fruit bomb no, at all. But it's full body. It's full body, but it's not a fruit bomb. It's actually super unique. I don't know. As a red wine, I feel like it's really unique and really different. And because there's a lot of Syrahs that are more of a fruit bomb yeah. and they do stuff. This one is not like, it's got that deep red fruit. It's. It's definitely intense and it's big, bold wine, but you're not getting, it's not like jammy at all. No, it's still, I think, pretty drinkable. And pretty dry. Yep. Very dry. I I think it, and you know, Simone, who is the um, winemaker at Chateau Lon, he is Italian. And this reminds me very much of an Italian style red. Mm -hmm. Do you get that? I totally get that. Yeah. I was looking at the website because this is from Lake County, California. That's where uh, the grapes come from. Um, full body pr- fruity profile, uh, sweet spices, cedar, and then aromas with smoke and bacon and herbs. And oh, I get that. Black fruit, 100%. Pepper. Um, and it's just, I don't know. This is just a really, it's one of our favorites. Kind of obsessed with it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I really love this wine. When we were deciding which bottles to take I was home. I like, I really want to drink this we, tonight. Uh, <laughs> I think we drank this during dinner at the restaurant yes. in, the, in the winery and then we also yes. brought back bottles so scarlet reserve from scarlet Chateau reserve from chateau this favorites. is a 2020 vintage yep. you can order these wines online and you should yep. um and i would definitely i mean the scarlet is totally worth the buy i mean it's also 15 percent by alcohol so it's a boozy one he'll yeah. get you there and it's good but i don't taste, I don't a, lot taste of alcohol. a lot of the alcohol yep. either it's right. like simone's a genius Again. he knows how to balance it out yeah um, uh, final day on the trip, we went to Crane Creek, Young yeah, Harris, Georgia. It's in Young Harris, we, we got drove. To interview. <laughs> well, this is funny. Okay, <laughs> so we were driving there, and well, let me just tell you, you know, you're coming off of a couple days, you're drinking. I'm not saying I was like trash three three sheets to the wind the day before, but you know, we had we've been drinking, yeah. and it take you gotta when well, you gotta gotta hydrate from those things, uh-huh. and then. 
you know, you're driving out the next day. I woke up before everybody else. We were all at an Airbnb in Duluth, and I woke up and found this Asian market. I went there at like 8 a.m. and all about the Asian market. Yeah, and the Asian market was super cool. I bought all this stuff. I had no idea what any of it said. I was just like, okay, this sounds good. So I woke up really early, and then later I was like, I probably should have slept a little longer. Yeah. And we get in the car, and this. The, the drive to Crane Creek from whatever direction Waze took, took us was like the windiest like uphill thing I'd ever experienced. Into a natural forest, right? It was like a... It was like it a, was a Cherokee, Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee forest. For, yeah. Natural forest. Windy oh as all Oh my out. gosh. And then I got like super car sick because <laughs> it was so windy. And then we ran over a skunk. Well, we it was already run. ran no, over, but it was there. Over. And then I smelled the skunk and then I really wanted to throw up. But... <laughs> At once we got there, it all kind of disappeared. Because... But you know what Peter said? Peter, the winemaker from Crane Creek. What? When you smell a skunk, think of it uh, smelling coffee. like coffee. Yeah. And he's like, and you won't, you won't get sick. Mm. I need to try that, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Next time. We'll have to check that out. But anyway, that drive is totally worth it. Beautiful. And you, once you get there, you're like, this was worth the excursion. And someone else told us about some other road around that area called the Dragon. And everyone was like, oh, that was the mini dragon, even though that's not what it's called. But that's what it yeah. felt like. And um, Crane Creek is just gorgeous. It's uh, along the Appalachian Trail. It's super high up, 2,000 feet, right? Yep. yep. Above. And they have a awesome French restaurant oh my on the property gosh. called Paris and Company. So we took people Ugh. that, um, you know, they were all from Nashville or Franklin or whatever. And all of us said there is nothing like this remotely in Nashville or Franklin. Mm -hmm. And that is 100% true. And we were so happy we made a reservation because we got up there and the people in front of us, she was like, this was at 11. And she was like, I'm sorry, we don't have any openings till two o'clock. Yeah. And this is a lunch spot. And then they close and open again for dinner. And like the back porch oversees the vineyard. It's mm -hmm. this beautiful view. And we never actually got sat out back before. We got sat out back, out back for the first time. And it was like so cool because we had this group of people with us. But everything on this menu is so fresh. You can tell it's completely farm to table and they're they're doing seasonal items. Mm -hmm. And you can say that about stuff in Nashville. But this place, like the 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 customer service, the friendliness, you feel like you're at a family member's home, the way they treat you and... But then the food. Then the Tell food. Tell about that list lobster oh bisque. Oh my gosh! You got. Yeah, I got a lobster bisque. Like this thing had full chunks of lobster, no no fishiness at all. This creamy goodness running down my throat. I mean, like I could have like eaten five bowls of that thing. Like it was one of the best things I've ever eaten. And every time we go there, there's something different and unique on the menu. Mm -hmm. They do daily specials. Yep. And everything they're bringing out and taking to the tables, you're like, I want to eat that. I want to oh, eat yeah. that. All of us were like, why can't I eat everything on the menu? And, you know, we had all these wonderful breakfasts. I, I got had a, the quiche. Yeah. I had the daily quiche. It was like a mushroom and Greer cheese one. That oh, was man. like unbelievable. And their roasted potatoes were... And their sausage. Oh, the sausage. The side of the sausage was so I don't even know what that is. Good. I don't, I don't even know what kind of sausage it was. But, but it was every incredible. one of us at the table was yeah, completely was like, silent. It was one of the best meals that we've had. <laughs> yeah. And the coffee's fantastic. Yep. So this place is called Paris and Company. It's at Crane Creek. And if you ever plan a trip to go to Crane Creek, I would definitely make a reservation to yes, eat there stop first. at Paris and Company and eat. Yep. And then go drink at Crane Creek. Yeah. For sure. And um, why don't you tell them about Crane Creek's wine? Crane Creek. We love Peter and Jess are the winemakers there. 
um, we started off with their rosé, their old man rosé, mm. which is incredible. Um, it's a it's a hybrid grape rosé, um, dry, crisp, and it's one of our favorites. Um, and so we just grabbed a bottle of that, and then Peter, the winemaker, showed up, and we were able to, yeah. Which Peter, him. if you listen to this, thank that, thank you so much. Like thank that you, was Peter. so cool of you to yep. do. Uh, he got to, in, we got to introduce him to the group that we were with and, um, got, got to interview him just a little bit. And, uh, every second that we get to just talk to him and, and gain more knowledge on the wine industry and, and what he's doing with hybrid grapes and everything is just a true honor. So yeah. we really appreciate him sitting down and hanging out and just saying hi and Crane Creek, unbelievably beautiful. Yes. If you're sitting there and just looking over the vineyard and the property, it's it's breathtaking. So and I just got to say, like, again, like the expression of the winemakers to the overall vibe of the wine, the bottles, the mm-hmm. vineyard, all these things are so carefully like thought out. And we are I feel privileged and lucky enough to hang out with Peter for a little bit. And I know you do, too. Yeah. Um, but he has this educational way about him like you can tell he really he does want to educate people about things that he's really excited about and hybrid grapes are one of them and Mm -hmm. in georgia and you know a lot of different areas of the world there's there are a lot of hybrid grapes and a lot of people don't know what those are and he's trying to kind of be the i I guess like what would you call it like the forerunner or like the like the the person on the forefront of kind of educating people on these things so i think that when people ask him questions he's like okay like i want to share this knowledge because i think hybrid grapes are the future of wine yeah and i want to be one of the first people to like anybody that wants to hear about it i'm gonna tell him about it because he loves it and yeah yeah and He's just doing so many fantastic things and he's actually taught TJ and I a lot. Like we've had a lot of conversations and we've learned a lot about wine from him mm-hmm. um, as the other winemakers too, but he's really taken the time almost every time to sit down with us and we'll, we have people with us a lot of the time and he'll explain what Tawar is and he'll explain, you know, just different, all different kinds of fermenting wine and like how that works and how farming translates to wine and he's open to all questions and when he's always taking the time to just even for a half hour come and sit with us and just hang out yeah he doesn't have to do that and it means so much to us that you know that he would even just carve out like a small block of time on his day off yeah come and meet people that we bring to introduced to his vineyard and drink his wine and everything like that. I would say that's one of the reasons why we promote it so hard is because we've like experienced such positive vibes from this place. But then when you taste his wine, you can be a cool human being, (laughs) but then when you like taste his wine, it's unbelievable. Him and Jess together. Their wine is incredible. But again, it's, it's, it's varietals that the common person would not know about because they are French American hybrids or hybrid grapes. And the way that he gets them to taste the way that he does is mind blowing. And mind blowing. Because if you put all the snobbery wine shit aside, you try these wines, your mind is going to be blown because they are incredible. They're low alcohol and you're just, you're tasting the, the land. What I you're guarantee at. whoever you are in the wine world, if you're only tr- drinking like $100 bottles, if you went in blind tasting these bottles, guarantee you would be shocked at how amazing they are. Yeah, you would like them. You'd sure. like them. I don't know how you wouldn't. I yeah. mean, and 
he's really trying to let them be what they are you know like yeah. there's no there's not just not manipulation going into them they all sit around 11 12 percent which he feels is like the, the sweet spot for alcohol um and i think that's kind of interesting too because he said he feels like the wine he thinks when they're higher alcohol sometimes it can mask the food especially mm-hmm. if you can really taste the alcohol really, really strongly the wine in food. the wine and he thinks that the wine needs to really pair really well with the food yeah. so i i think that that's really interesting and yeah we just had a blast though and we mm-hmm. just want to shout out this these areas that we think everybody should go to again four hours from nashville unless you hit crazy traffic like you probably will yeah but um it's it's just a good weekend getaway and incredible wine incredible food um just incredible scenery and it's just beautiful and incredible it's just incredible (laughs) yeah okay well (laughs) That was fun. So we hope you all enjoy this and uh, we'll be back more. Oh, yeah. We're back in the saddle. We're again. back in the saddle again. Yeah. So it's, cheers. It, that's a song, right? Back yes. in the saddle again. Back in the saddle again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Baby.